chapter 20 of Ezekiel, beginning in verse 45. Verse 45, we'll read through the rest of the chapter of Ezekiel 20. And uh, give you what God's gave me on this, and uh, it may be a help to you. Uh, it, it might not be what you exactly need tonight, but the world needs to hear it tonight. And uh, I, I just got to get it off my chest. It's been on my chest for a while, and I want to get it off my chest and just preach it this night. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse number 45, the Bible says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face toward the south, and drop thy words toward the south, and prophesize against the force of the south fields. And saying to the force of the south Hear the word of the Lord, thou saith the Lord God. Behold, I will kindle a fire in thee, and it shall devour every green tree in thee, and, there, and every dry tree. The flame, flaming flames shall not be quenched, and all the faces from the south and north shall be burnt therein. And all the flesh shall see that I am the Lord, and have kindled it, and it shall not be quenched. Then said I, O Lord God, they say unto me, Doeth he not speak a parable? I'm interested in that last phrase, do he not speak a parable? Let us pray. Father, we come before you. Lord, thank you for your mercy and grace and love. Help us to be what we need to be, Lord. Give me the strength and stand on, Lord, that I need tonight, Lord. And bless each one that's here tonight, Lord. And those who are sick tonight, Lord, those prayer requests, we pray that your hand will be upon them as only you can be. And we'll praise you tonight. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. In our text here tonight, we find this man of God, Ezekiel, is preaching a subject that is unpopular then and it is unpopular today. And can I just say I'm not called to win a popularity contest. I'm called to preach the Word of God, and I believe if we, we could have a larger crowd than what we have, if we skim back on some of the things that we stand on and stand for, if we relax some of the things we stand for. But I, I want to stand before God with a clear conscience and, and say, for I have not shunned uh, to declare unto you the full counsel of the God. I, I, I want to stand before God with a clear conscience tonight. I'm not called to be popular. I'm called to be a proclaimer. Amen. A preacher, a pastor of the Word of God. And we just ask that. So what he's preaching about, well, is he's preaching that old-time hellfire damnation preaching. He's preaching that one day the Lord is going to kindle a fire. And you can, you can find this message in Isaiah chapter 66. If you want to go over and read it, he said, uh, And they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of men that have transgressed against me. Uh, the preacher is preaching on hellfire and damnation tonight. It, it's an unpopular message. Jesus was a hellfire and damnation preacher. John the Baptist was a hellfire and damnation preacher, just like James, John, and Peter, and Paul. And, and these preachers uh, were in the Bible, and you, cannot, you can always find preachers who preach the message of judgment in the Bible. And I think that's a very good... Uh, group to be uh, associated with tonight. I'm interested in what the people thought about this message and what they said about this man that was preaching to them. Verse 49, then said I, he's talking to the Lord now, and he said, uh, this is what they say of me. This is what they say of me. Doth he not speak a parable? 
They would listen to this message of hellfire and damnation and, and, and condemnation and judgment. They would listen to it and they said, oh, the preacher's just telling a story. That is a parable. A parable is supposed to be a, an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. This man was not preaching a parable. This man was trying to tell a story. He's not telling a story. He's not telling a joke. He didn't want to give them something to laugh about. He wanted them to understand there's something that's going on in your life. He's literally telling them that if they don't get right with God, that God was literally sent a fire to you that would burn in your souls in a place called hell this morning. I want to use this text just for a brief moment tonight to preach on this thought this morning or this evening. And after going through what I went through for 21 days and I talked to the nurses as they came to the house and I looked at one of them, I says, I'm not afraid of what I've got. It doesn't scare me. I didn't go out looking for it, but I know who I belong to. I know whose hands I am in, but I said, this ain't no joke. This stuff ain't no joke. It took a toll on me. I want to preach on this thought using this text tonight uh, that this ain't no joke. They heard this man preach and they sat there and, and kind of giggled at him and then said, uh, uh, poke fun at each other, said, hey, uh, uh, this man is not telling us truth. Uh, he's telling us a joke and uh, he wants us to laugh about this. That preacher was standing there preaching and screaming all about hell and what's going on, the judgment of God. But can I tell you tonight, it ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. Hell ain't no joke. Laws without God, or His Son, the judgment of God ain't no joke. Listen for me for just a minute. They that are saved tonight, living... For God, it's no joke. Telling our family members and, and about Jesus, it ain't no joke. Death is coming, hell is moving, and, and we're living in a generation that if man rears back and preaches about the, uh, the death of, and hell and, 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 and fire and damnation, they think he's crazy, they think there's something wrong with him, but I just want to say it ain't no joke tonight that hell is coming and death is coming and we need to be prepared in our hearts and our minds and our souls that it is coming, it ain't no joke. There are those that sit in church and hear a hellfire damnation preacher preach and they, they walk out and they kind of laugh about it. Let me say you may laugh, you may mock. You may be sneering as they walk out the door. You may think it's even funny tonight. But you'll never forget it that those days and that day that when the breath leaves your body and you're standing for God and there's a hellfire damnation coming at you, there's the lake of fire. You'll remember that preacher that read back and told you about hellfire and damnation. You'll remember when the preacher said, this ain't no joke, it's for real. I'd hate to close my eyes in death knowing that I'm serving God, knowing I don't love God and open up my eyes in hell tonight. Bible says there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Where the worm dieth not, 
and the fire is not quenched. That is what Jesus preached to the people today. When you wake up in that place in your mind, you'll go back to that time that preacher told you about how have fire and damnation. But that preacher pointed his finger at me. Said, repent and believe the gospel. Except you repent, you shall likewise perish. This ain't no joke. Ain't a joke tonight. I, I think Christians just take it as a story, as a parable, as a something that just uh, uh, keep you amused or try to scare us, to keep you in line and something. But I'm just saying, if it does scare you, fine. But you understand that it ain't no joke tonight. Death is coming. Hell is coming. And fire is coming. The Bible says, knowing this time, that the time is high time to wake out of the sleep that we've been in. For now our salvation is nearer than we believed. And when we believe in it as a child of God, it's time to grab a, a, a pocket full of tracts and, and go out and hand them out and then tell them about Jesus Christ, telling them about hell, tell them about the fire, tell them about the repentance, tell them about forgiveness. It's time for Christians to stand up and say, it ain't no joke tonight. I don't want my family going to hell. I don't want my fan, family, uh, family and friends dying and going to hell. I don't want that tonight. It ain't no joke tonight. Listen, you know my political stand. You know, you, you don't have, you don't, I don't even have to tell you that. You know where I stand. I'm not standing on both sides of the aisles. I'm not going to preach on Obamaism. I'm not going to preach on uh, Bidenism. And I'm not going to preach on Trumpism. I'm just going to preach the Word of God. I'm going to stand up. I'm trying to get you to join up with God. And not this world to get our eyes off the political situation in this world and start looking at God tonight. You know, I, I find and I, I've read a lot of uh, political statements and political messages that people said, and I, I find that none of them can change anybody. None of them can change anybody. But the message of Jesus Christ and Him crucified, risen again is coming back one day. That message that saves and changes the lives of people tonight. You and I take that message and we need to share the message with this world tonight that Jesus saved and Him crucified. That is the only way to escape the lake of fire that is coming. It ain't no joke. My granddaughter asked me one time, why do you get so red in the face when you preach? Why do you holler when you preach? I, I'm trying to get a point to people. I'm trying to uh, get their attention to let them know this ain't no joke. Uh, this is for real. But I believe that some people believe this is a joke. I, I believe there's Christian people sitting in churches day in and day out thinking, that's just a parable. That's just something fake. There's several things in the text I like to deal with that's not a joke. They said, he's speaking but a parable. He's speaking but a parable. In the text, there ain't no place like 
Hell is not a joke. Hell is not a joke tonight. This place, hell ain't no joke. There, there are people who say that the story in, in, in Luke chapter 16 when Jesus was preaching on uh, the rich man and Lazarus, that it was nothing but a parable. The Bible said all these things Jesus spoke in the multitude in parables, and without a parable he did not speak to them. In Luke 16, Jesus said there was a certain man, a certain man. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and there was a certain man named, a beggar named Lazarus. He, he gives a name. He says, that, then in Luke 16, he says, there's a certain man. And then he said, there's a name of Lazarus that died and was carried off the angels of Abraham bosom. I think that people are, are, are sitting in church today thinking there's nothing but just a story to get, get your attention trying to keep people in line, trying to keep people to read the Bible, trying to keep them coming to church. That, that's not what it is tonight. It doesn't want you to be some good little Christian tonight, but God is trying to get your attention. I don't want your attention. I'm trying to get a hold of your soul tonight and trying to keep it out of hell tonight. I, I, I've been witnessing some people, and I've witnessed the people down in Florida and I, I knocked on this one door. We went out on Thursday night to witness. And me and the preacher down there went and go out and we knock on doors and then we witness and invite people to church. And I knocked on this door and a, a guy came to the door and he had a beer in his hand. He looked rough. I said, hi. And I told him who I was and told him what church I was at and told him what we we're trying to do. We we're trying to invite people to church, trying to get people to come in church, trying to keep people from dying and going to hell trying to get people's souls saved and let them go to heaven. He's standing there with the beer in his hand and he's looking dead at me and he said these words, I can't wait to get to hell. I looked at him and I said, what? He says, I can't wait to get to hell because me and the devil's going to party hardy. Me and the devil's just going to have a good time. We're just going to party. I said, hold up, buddy. Hold up. Bible says death and hell should be cast in the lake of fire and the devil himself is going to be cast in the lake of fire. I don't think nobody's going to be partying in hell in the lake of fire. He said, I'll just take my chances. I'll just take my chances. I said, I'll pray for you. He said, I don't need your prayers. I said, I'll pray for you. People don't want to hear about the, the uh, damnation. They don't want to hear about the condemnation. They don't want to hear about the fire, the lake of fire. They, they want to hear those Philly uh, good messages. Uh, judge not, lest you be judged. That's what Jesus said. Everybody wants to talk about what Jesus said, turn the other cheek. They, they don't want to hear about death. They don't want to hear about the fire. Everybody wants to talk where Jesus said, preach the golden rule. Jesus preached on hell. He trying to keep them from going to hell. He didn't want their souls to go to hell. He, he told them what hell. He was honest about it. He told them exactly what it was like. And let me tell you what. We need more preachers today to stand up in the pulpit and just tell hell is real. And the lake of fire is coming. Jesus preached over and over and over on hell. Jesus preached two times more about hell than he preached about heaven. Yes, why? Because just as wonderful heaven is, 
It is equally more awful than that in hell. Hell is no joke tonight. It's no joke. No. You, you, you may be sitting here wondering why, preacher, why are you preaching about hell tonight? There, there's other stuff you could preach on. Uh, you, uh, there's other things in the Bible you can preach on. You can preach on the storms. You can preach on the trials. You can preach on the uh, troubles that we have in our lives. You're right, I could preach on that. Why is it every now and then you take the Bible and just start reading about it and just preach about hell? Because I realize people are going to hell this evening. I realize that. What, what kind of preacher would I be if I stood, did not warn you uh, about things that's going to come, the things going to If I was going down the road uh, and I was going to this bridge and the bridge was out and I knew it was out and I stopped and seen that, hey, uh, if you don't stop, you're going to go off the edge. And I turn around and, and I see people coming at the road knowing that the bridge is out. What kind of man or what kind of preacher if I just kept going and said, well, they'll see it. They'll see it. it the, what I need to do is turn on my flashes and get in the middle of the road and say, hey, the bridge is out. Don't go. It's trouble that way. That's what preachers need to do today in a pulpit. Stand up and say, hey, the hell is coming. Death is coming. There's a fire coming. You need to turn around. What kind of preacher would I be if I didn't tell you, if I didn't warn you that there is a hell Hell is no joke tonight. Hell is no joke. Pain and punishment ain't no joke tonight. I, I wish I could preach on hell like a lot of these modern day preachers preach. I was watching a video of a preacher the other day. And when he was preaching on death and burial and the resurrection, boy, he was, he was right on it. But when it came to hell, he said, well, brothers and sisters, all you're doing is winding up separating from God. Well, if you were a sinner and that's all you're going to be, that's pretty good. That, that would be a great hell if all you're going to do is be separated from God. But can I tell you, it's more than that. <laughs> it's a lot more than that, just being separated from God. It ain't no joke tonight. You're going to hear the warning of hell and lake of fire. But what would happen if you next door neighbor and, and you walked out and you seen their houses on fire and just stood there and wouldn't warn them? Wouldn't run up and knock on the door and yell, hey, your house is on fire. Get out before it's too late. It's the same thing. Hell is coming. The lake of fire is coming. What is it we're going to do? Warn. We don't warn people. We don't hand tracks out. We don't tell them, hey, hell is coming. Hell would be great if you never had to hear another preacher preach a sermon. Hell would be great if you never had to hear another gospel song being sung. Hell would be great if you never had to hear anybody talk about Jesus and what Jesus has done. But listen to me on the authority of the word of God that is no such thing that's going to happen in hell. It's more than just simply separated from God. When sinners die and go to hell, 
will be cast out into eternal darkness. It shall be cast in the furnace of lake of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And the fire is never quenched. There's no party going on in hell tonight. If you roll back the, and the earth just open up and you can see those souls that's in hell tonight and say, are you having a party down there? Oh, no. They will be begging the, the rich man just say, hey, uh, just send Lazarus and let it dip his finger in the water and come and just put it to my tongue. There ain't no party going on here tonight. Uh, we're not having fun. Uh, I don't want to be here. Go tell my, uh, my brothers that this is not a place to come to. You don't want to go to hell tonight. I wish I could tell you hell is nothing but separated from God. But it's more than that. It's more than that. It's a place where you want. Oh, listen to me. Hell is a place where you wind up paying for your own sins. You choose to walk away from God. You choose to turn your back on God. You become the burnt offering. Jesus said, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Jesus went to hell for you and I. Those who believe he went to hell for you and I, we don't have to go to hell because he went for us. Everybody remembers 9-11. I read some stories about those that are on the ground looking up the towers being hit by those planes and the building's on fire, and that jet fuel is running through the buildings, and people were trying to get out, and, and they literally stood at the door, and it was burning, this fire or smoke was going on, and they was literally standing at the windows, uh, and all of a sudden they just start jumping out because the flames got so high, the flames got so high, they didn't want to go to the flames, they jumped to their death. I thought to myself, if that flames were hot then, what do you think if you're going to go right to hell? What's going to happen there? And it's going to be eternity. It ain't going to be just a moment. It ain't going to be a twinkling of an eye. It's going to be for eternity. That's what Jesus said about the rich man in hell over 2,000 years ago. And he's still in hell today crying out. Crying out today. Those who are in hell don't have a chance out. They can't get out. You can't pray them out. You can't buy them out. They're in hell. Their faith is sealed. It's in hell and it's throughout eternity. Let me tell you what. Hell ain't no joke tonight. You don't want to go to hell tonight. Matthew 7 says, Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And then have we not cast out devils? In thy name. Done many wonderful works. And I love the way Jesus replied to them. This is most Christians today. Have we not went out and witnessed? Have we not handed out tracts? Have we not come to church? Have we not sang the song? Yeah, some of them do it just like they did. Have we not done these great things in the name of the Lord? But Jesus said, Then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye work of iniquity. There's Christians sitting in churches today that self-righteous is on the way. They think they're good, but let me tell you what, they're slipping off the pews right into hell today. 
You know what these people said in Matthew 7? You know what they did not ever say? They, they said, did we not prophesy in thy name? Did we cast devils out in thy name? Did we done many, many wonderful works in thy name? But not one of them said, I trusted in Jesus Christ as my Savior. All they had was religion. All they had was their religion. They did not say, I'm trusting in Jesus Christ to get me into heaven. To shed blood to get me into heaven. They didn't say that. Listen, listen to me. Religion sends more people to hell than sex, drugs, or alcohol. Religion. You say, how in the world can that be? More people going to hell, hanging on to the so-called religion. So-called religion. I, I know this is not favorite subject to talk about. Because we feel we don't do them. We don't feel that we can do anything. We, we come to church. We have that religious shield on us. We, we go to church. We do these things. But let me tell you what. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. As I said this morning. If you don't have that place that you got saved. And you know you got saved. You have a problem. Hanging on to your religion. Just because you're Baptist, Methodist. Church of Christ, Church of God, whatever you want it to, is not going to save you tonight. Cannot save you tonight. People sitting in church, and if they don't get right, if you don't get on their knees and call out to God, forgive me, forgive me, for I'm a sinner, and get saved by the grace of God, hell is going to be the home. Hell is going to be home. Paul was preaching to Agrippa. And he said unto, said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Almost. And Paul said but also that, that hear me to this day were both almost and altogether such as I am. I, I wish we were almost but altogether. I wish we could persuade people today that, hey, you say, persuade them is a good reason to get saved because hell is a home. Just, just to get not to go to hell is a good reason to get saved. In the Bible in Hebrew, in the book of Hebrews, Noah being warned of God and things that have not seen yet moved with fear. I think Christians need to have more fear in their lives to get saved, to get to that point where they call on God. He feared the judgment of God that was coming. That's good enough reason. If we don't fear the judgment of God, we don't fear the lake of fire, we don't fear hell. And let me just tell you what, we'll find ourselves wind up in hell because there's no fear of it tonight. It ain't no joke. Hell is a place that ain't no joke. Punishment, pain of hell ain't no joke. But can I say there's a provision to avoid this place that ain't no joke. There is a way out of this place. The Bible said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great of a 
salvation. There is an escape. There is an exit. You see these doors there, they got exit signs on them. That means the fire breaks out of here, you got a sign. You got somewhere you can run out of here because there's an exit sign. Somebody took it down. <laughs> there's exit signs that you can run out of here. There is an escape from fire tonight. God built an exit for you and I. On a two old wooden trees and three nails, he built an exit for you and I to escape this fire that's coming. We can go from this world to another world to live eternally with God. If any man would come to Christ and put their faith and trust in Christ can be saved from that awful place called hell tonight. Listen, when I stand in the city of God, I'm not going to get an account of my own works. Because it's nothing that I've done, nothing I can do. I'm nothing but a wretched old sinner. I'm like Paul. I'm the chief of sinners. I, I make mistakes daily. And God said, why should I let you enter into my kingdom and miss the place called hell? It's not because of my account. It's not because of what I've done. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to get to heaven on my own merit, and I don't think anybody else in here is good enough to get to heaven on their own merits. But I can look at God and say, your son is good enough to get me in here. Your son died for me. He shed his blood for me. And I ran to him and begged him to save me. And I'm trusting in him and not me. The provision to get out of hell is not the Baptist church, the Catholic church, the Methodist church, or just being a good little Christian coming to church day in and day out. Your, the only escape from this place called hell is believing and trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. There ain't no other way. There ain't no other way. And I'm afraid that we have people sitting in churches today believing that this is a parable. They laugh as they walk out the door. Say, wasn't the preacher funny today? Telling me about this place that's not real. The Bible said hell enlarges itself daily. I, I thought about that for a while. I says, man, if hell is enlarging itself daily, that means it gets full every day the people that dies it gets you know the bible gives us the dimensions of heaven it's set it's set but hell grows more and more every day this ain't no joke hell is no joke it ain't no joke but i find that christian people are starting looking at it as a joke let us Get the fear of God in our hearts again. Let us see and feel what it's like to know that God can save. Let us tell other people about Christ. We need to start witnessing more and more and telling people. Need to get out and knock on doors. You say, well, we can't in this time we lived in. Let me just say this. You come in contact with people every day. Every day. Coworkers, you come in contact with them every day. Have you ever witnessed to them? Have you ever stopped and said, let me tell you what Jesus could done for me? We need to start. We need to start. Because it ain't no joke. Those who die without Christ, hell is their home.
Let us pray.